I V M. Welcome to episode 16 of Edges and Sledges. You've got the one tip, one hand team. My name is Sananjay Chak. I'm a blogger based in London. Usually, today I'm in Delhi. My co-blogger is Varun Garg, based in Singapore, and Ashwin Garg, based in Toronto. We've got a big show coming up for you guys, so I'll just talk you through what we're going to talk about. First, we'll just wrap up the India Ireland T20 uh, series that is just finished in Ireland. We'll then preview the upcoming Marquee series, the showcase, the showstopper of the summer, uh, England versus India. Three T20s, five test matches. It's going to be a great series. So we'll kind of deep dive into that series. And then we'll talk a little bit about what's going on in Canada. There's a little uh, global T20 tournament going on there. So Ashwin's pretty excited. And then we've got a surprise segment. So just so that you know, even we don't know what the surprise segment is. So Ashwin's going to take over at that stage. So we'll all find out what's going on. Okay, guys, starting off with the show. Um, India recently played Ireland in two T20s. Ireland obviously coming off quite a big high. They'd uh, done quite well in their first test match against Pakistan. They were doing quite well in T20s. They've got test status and all of that. The two T- T20 games that we saw, they were basically, I hate to say it, but they were damn squibs on probably some of the best weather that you'd see uh, in that part of the world. Uh, beautiful sunny days, great kind of batting wickets and things, but Ireland never even got into the game. So... Uh, maybe Varun, you can tell us a little bit about what you thought, how how that series went, and uh, g- give us your thoughts on that, please. Yeah, I, I mean, I was reading a few comments about uh, how India should enforce the follow-on, etc. Um, after the I- Irish batting, but um, look, uh, I think not much to say about the Ireland team. But let me t- uh, point out a f- few key takeaways from the Indian side. I think firstly, first T20, Rohit Sharma and Dhawan just seem to have kind of this professional machine-like opening status going on, right? They come, they deliver. In the first T20, Rohit Sharma hit 97, Dhawan 74. It's almost like they picked up from last year, June, the the ICC Champions Trophy. So, in a way, as it leads up to our uh, later segment talking about batting order, I mean, Rohit Sharma is kind of just cementing his place as an opener. And I think that's kind of fair. I think... um, what was interesting to me is that they didn't play KL Rahul in the first game, and I was immensely disappointed with that uh, because you know I think I think there's no doubt that KL Rahul deserves to play. In the second uh, T20, he hit 70, and I mean some of them were glorious shots of the spinners, and kind of continued his own IPL form. I think uh, so. KL Rahul is another big takeaway for me. I think he needs to play. I think Suresh Raina is a bit of a mixed bag, and I am the Suresh Raina fan here. But uh, on a more serious note. I mean, he came in, he was 8 off 2 balls, 10 in the first game, 69 in the second. Uh, my view is, I think he's a T20 specialist. I think it's okay to play him in the T20. But I don't see too much value add, especially if you're going to have KL Rahul sitting out in place of Raina. Last, I want to call out Manish Pandey. Surprising to me that he played both games. But I think India is sticking it out. I think they, they believe in him. They want to see him. But I don't think he will play too much in the future. Dinesh Karthik batting below Hardik Pandya in the second game. Also something that was kind of not explainable. And um, and lastly, from a bowler's perspective, I think two key call-outs, Yadav and Chehel just spinning their web around the Irish batsman. Continuing the good form we've seen from South Africa. And the bad news is Bumrah had a hand injury. So Bumrah will not be playing the first three T20s against um, England. So that kind of wraps up a little bit of a summary of the Indian side and the Indian perspective moving into the English series. Yeah, and I think the the big uh, takeaway for me from that was actually the form that Hartik Pandya has shown. He scored 32 of 9 balls in the last game, which 
and he even pulled out the helicopter in the first game so he's uh, he's done well last time in england uh, he got 80 80 odd in the champions trophy final before he was run out so i think he's going to be his form and his his uh, Uh, his performance is going to be key for us going into the English season. Sorry, DJ, I just want to jump in. Also, I, I actually read somewhere that said that Hardik Pandya today is twice the player he was when he was initially selected, probably three, four years ago. So, um, so I think props to him. I think he is doing well. But you could say that about Yuvraj. Yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ashwin. Maybe we'll we'll start off with you. Uh, moving into the England tour. Uh, obviously, India has been touring England for quite a while. We've we've kind of sat through a number of tours, and I think the the first thing I want to ask both of you is what is your favorite kind of memory from India being in England? We've obviously won a Champions Trophy there. We've won a few Test matches. We've won some One Day series. We've won we've won we've won some great tournaments. We won the World Cup there in 1983. But I mean, from when we've been watching cricket, what are your favorite memories in in England? And, I mean, I think our listeners would be interested in knowing that. Yeah, so I can go first, and um, you know, being my elder brother, Varun will remember this really, really well. But 1996, we were in London for a family trip. Um, I was eight years old; he was ten and a half, eleven years old. Um, it was the summer, and we, you know, went for a really, I think it was our first ever live match, and it was day two or day t- day two and three of a Test match at Lords. And England had batted first, put up 400 plus, if I remember. I think oh, 344. There was 344 all out. And India came on to bat, lost two pretty quick uh, wickets. There were two for 59, and out walked these two new debutants. The first was, you know, a young. I think he was like early 20s, but now we remember his, his name being Saurav Ganguly. And the second was Rahul Dravid. and nobody knew who they were nobody knew what was happening india didn't have a great track record and this these two guys built a massive partnership with ganguly um, hitting 131 dravid hitting 95 unfortunately fell just five runs short of making a debut century but an absolutely phenomenal memory i think and again being there when you saw two of the legends of india's game make their test debut but not knowing that they would go on i mean lots of people make their debut and play 5 7 matches for their country and and leave and dravid ended up his career being the fourth highest test run scorer of all time so that was a pretty special memory i think you know i i don't tend to have a very good memory generally but that one that day at lords will will stay with me forever Did you guys know that they'll be legends of Indian cricket when he saw them? I would like to say we I could mean, have predicted it, but the reality is probably not. Hindsight is 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember our dad took us there. He was excited, but uh, but we had no idea what was going on. To be honest, like we were asking, what is LBW? What is Edge? Because we started watching cricket only in 1996. So yeah, pretty special. Um, yeah. So my favorite memory of let me start with England in India first. Definitely has to be when Bhuvan scored a century and Kachara took a hat trick. That is definitely <laughs> the favorite memory of England in India. Uh, but moving on to India and England, it has to do with the same gentleman who scored one thirty one in nineteen ninety six. I even have a prop here to kind of show a little bit of what I'm talking about. It is the the NatWest the NatWest Trophy final. I I distinctly remember we were watching it on TV. India, I think, was five down. Kef and Yuvraj came into bat. Ashwin mom dad me and actually left for a movie because we were like you know in the 90s it was it was quite or early 2000s it was quite clear that you know when india gets five down and sachin gets out go for a movie do something don't spoil your sunday especially when they uh, we came like back 300 plus right that was not common yeah either. exactly yeah we came back and suddenly saw mohammed kaif running for his life yuvraj singh hitting like glorious boundaries and what topped it off was really 
the start of the aggressiveness of the Indian team with that act by Saurabh Ganguly in the Lords dressing room. So, yeah, another memory at Lords. Yeah, so two memories at Lords. So, on Ashwin's memory, Dravid actually fixed that kind of not having a hundred at Lords in the 2011 tour. He got one. He got yeah. one at Lords. So yeah. that was a happy ending. Uh, Dada's unfortunately was not such a happy ending because he is the only, I believe, the only international captain not to have been offered MCC membership. Now, I don't oh, know. I haven't checked this wow. fact, but this is what I've I, read I, somewhere. I wonder why. Yeah, so he's the only international captain now, or a long-serving international test captain, perhaps, who's not been uh, offered uh, membership of the MCC. But it, as you say, it heralded a new era in in Indian cricket and the aggression and all of that. And that actually gets us to my favourite memory of India and England, and it's 2007, I think, and it's the Jelly Bean incident, where uh, Zaheer Khan is batting, if you guys remember, and someone's some guys sitting at slip and they said it was Kevin Peterson. He later denied it like he denies most things. But he he was apparently throwing jelly beans at Zach. And Zach moved it off once, came back there with more jelly beans there. He just got pissed. And he, I think he didn't score any runs. He was just annoyed. He kind of walked to that guy, like showed his back to him and stuff. And then he came back and just bowled like a crazy guy. And we oh, won man. that test match and we won that series. And that was like almost like a slow burn version of Venkatesh Prasad Amir Sohail. It was like a test <laughs> match version of the same thing. It was just amazing. Was this the, I mean, was this the same series where R.P. Singh swung the ball like nobody's business? When Sunil Gavaskar said, Singh has swung a song. That's when Bakwaska <laughs> said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. They were unplayable, man, in, at Trent Bridge. But it was R.P. Singh, Shrishant, I think. And uh, Zaheer Khan, that bowled us to victory. Dravid obviously was captain then. Uh, it was the days of Greg Chappell. But yeah, what a, a great, great memory. And I'm really hoping that we can replicate it, man, in the upcoming tour. So let's talk a little bit about that, guys. We'll, I think we, we're going to go through kind of four segments. So we'll talk about the top order, the middle order, the uh, lower lower order being the bowlers and the spinners and our all-round options. So let's go with the, the top order. Who are our openers going to be, guys? Uh, so the options are Murli Vijay, Shikhar Dhawan, KL Rahul. Who are your two? So should we? Yeah. So, so, so guys, should we focus on the T20 and ODI first, and towards end July move into Test mode? Yeah, we can do that as well. I mean, if you want okay. to talk about Red, why don't you go right away? <laughs> I don't want to talk about Red. Um, <laughs> okay, so no, I think let's, yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about T20. our T20 team. Yeah, yeah, our T20 okay. team. I mean, it's difficult to talk about them because. This last series was a bit weird, wasn't it? I mean, everybody kind of played the series. So, I think Shikhar and Rohit are going to be the openers. I mean, it's difficult to dislodge yeah, them so, from... Yeah, I agree. So, I think from a from a T20 and ODI perspective, uh, I don't know, Ashwin, your view, but I think it's going to be Rohit Sharma and Shikhar Dhawan. I don't think there's going to be any change. I think they... Actually, they did experiment with uh, Rohit Sharma batting at four in the second T20. But bloody fellow that he is got out on zero, which means that now he has to open yeah, he's damn clever. He's, I got mad at four. Only for Mumbai Indians. Yeah. So, Ashir, do you agree with the openers? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the openers. I think they they also had Kohli promoted himself once. I think, honestly, the challenge is going to be having played 
two matches against Ireland, it was not a good representation. To me, England right now, I feel completely differently about their test team, which we'll talk in, in July, but their ODI yeah. limited oversight is probably the best yeah, in the world. Yeah, it's pretty insane. And so I think, I think experimenting with Kohli up at the top of the order, Rohit at four, it's not the side to do it against. They're going to go with Shikhar and Rohit. And I mean, even in the Champions Trophy, we watched three games live and every single match, they had a phenomenal opening partnership. So I think it's... So Shikhar guys, do you, do you think they're too slow? There's, I don't think there's enough power up there, to be honest. I mean, yeah, we scored 210, 220 against Ireland, but I mean, you're going to need 220 on a regular basis against that England lineup with Hales, Roy, Root, Butler, Stokes. I mean, they just keep Morgan, they just keep coming. And uh, Moin Ali has the fastest one day hundred. I mean, it, it doesn't stop. How many were we going to need to like save the save the T20 series? I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, for, I, I agree with you. I th- but I think that in, India doesn't have an alternative, right? We've said on this show before multiple times, we, Rohit's probably India's biggest six hitter. Maybe Rahul is trying to stake a claim for that. But I, so I think Rahul is going to get his spot in the side. I will be visibly upset if Rahul and Karthik don't play. They're in T20s, they are arguably India's two best batsmen right now, right? And that could change in six yeah. months, but today... So we'll talk lower order later, but I think Rohit and Shikhar are the best we have. And I think on his day, Rohit can bat big and, and give a, a good challenge to the likes of Roy and uh, and Hales. But I think they need to go quickly. They, they start slow, I think. that That's trouble. Yeah, I think they, they, they go in ODI mode, and in ODI mode, they've cracked it. But in T20 mode, uh, I, I have a feeling Shikhar Dhawan needs to go from the first ball. There's enough batting for 20 over. I think the, the message has to be 4 for 0 or 0 for 1 out. It's th- that, that has to be the, the first couple of balls. The Biru style. Yeah, absolutely. Biru's also in England, by the way. I saw him on the oh, really? recently. Yeah, he's like chilling out on the top of a bus somewhere. Just saying. Is he having it small... open? <laughs> the, it's the open one. food? <laughs> no, he was yeah. like how he came in 2007 and the only I don't know for some reason he's like everybody was tall only small guy was Parthiv Patel that is what Viru was saying that is the no, but you've, like, where you, is you've seen the, you've seen the thing right of his favourite food in England and all no, no what is this? no you haven't seen it it's that also you have to ask what's your favourite food in England and he starts with saying you know Ethopan food is the best. They've got this big thali and it's like got vegetarian dishes inside and all. And it, it's mind-blowing. Open. Yeah. It's open awesome. 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 Yeah. So, coming back. Shekhar Dhawan, Rohit Sharma. One and two. Three, obviously, King Kohli. Who's going to move him from there? Although, his, I think his T20 average just, just dropped below 50 after two failures. Unacceptable. Man. He's in bad form. I mean, he can't play in he can't play in that area, man. Like He just can't. England, Ireland, chance in him. <laughs> But uh, so that's yeah. number three, King Kohli. Jokes apart, I mean the guy's class. Four for me, it's KL Rahul. Has to be KL, KL Rahul. KL Rahul. Yeah, but who are the other contenders for that spot? Manish Pandey. You have yeah, you have Manish yeah. Pandey and Suresh Raina, right? Because if Raina's not batting at three, he would he would bat at four. No, but I, I think, think he I, I think he goes. I think Rahul gets four. Karthik at five. For me. Yeah, so I agree. I think there's a different... Like, I want to see Rahul at 4, Karthik at 5. I think what will happen in the T20s is that Raina will bat at 4. And either Karthik or Rahul will play at 5. Uh, but ODIs, I think, mark my word, Rahul will play 4. Um, and Rahul has to own that number 4 spot. Because yeah. remember, in the ODIs, um, you're solving for India being 15 for 3 in a one-odd game. And that Rahul can solve for. 
so so i'm just giving a realistic picture i i actually think rahul may not play the t20s which i'll be very upset about and raina might but uh, rahul has to own number 4 but between between okay say say raina plays between rahul and kartik wouldn't you still go for rahul i mean kartik yes he's played amazingly but i mean rahul is an all round batsman he scores runs everywhere i mean i would like him to play because i have not seen him play at number 4 and 5 so i would like him to play just from the perspective of let's see if he can do it i mean Are he is a new kohli, ball batsman do you think kohli will drop dhoni yeah that was what i was going to ask you guys cuz on is paper that... could you not theoretically have kohli at 3 like we said rahul 4 um raina 5 kartik 6 and pandya 7 you got your keeper you yeah. got your top 7 i, I don't not think it'll happen you can't you can't say this you can't say this out loud guys <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I'm an MSD fan, man. I mean, I I love the guy, but every player at some point has outlasted the utility. Although to be fair, Dhoni had a great IPL. He's had a kind of second emergence. Yeah, I think exactly. actually Rena. I'm I'm not sure Rena merits a, a spot in that he, lineup. He doesn't. But he, doesn't but he at makes all. Rena in, in the in the second Ireland T20, and that's going to be what yeah, his take is. But I think he's yeah, but shaky, I mean, look at everybody else's IPL. Rahul had a great IPL. I was just going to say. I think if Rena was bowling there is no doubt in my mind that he should play if Rena is bowling if you're not bowling Rena just get rid of him now it's a pointless kind of proposition to continue this mm. there is a gap that gap has been identified for the day one of the bowlers has an off day and you need 3 to 4 overs if Rena is not going to cover those 3 to 4 overs consistently over the next 12 months stop playing him then believe yeah. in your five bowlers and get rid of him. so I think well, Rena will play. I think uh, Dhoni will play. I think Karthik is probably going to miss that one. Although he had a great IPL as well. Yeah. I mean, he had a fantastic IPL and he scored loads of runs. But just being the kind of profile that he keeps, and he's a low-profile character. He isn't like outspoken or dashing or whatever. So he's. I think he's just going to miss out because of that. Although he was the one that in the last T20 that India played, he's the one who took us home. And Kohli yeah. said also that I've got a headache. I've got a headache now because of this batting uh, order. Anyone gets a chance if they're performing. So yes, good situation to be in. Raina should not play. Karthik and Rahul need to play. Own those slots, even if it's in a T20, even if it's in a, a longer format. The reality is the way the top three are batting. Rahul and uh, Karthik need to get ready to play only 15, 16 overs. That is the reality. Yes, in that one-off yeah. game where India is 19 for three. Yeah, you got to come in, and that, and you're playing at a certain level, right? You're playing international cricket, so you need to be ready for all scenarios. But you need to play the last 15 overs because that is the gap that has been identified. And even in South Africa, I think we were 200 plus in 34 overs, and we were getting 280 in 50 overs. That's unacceptable. Totally agree. I mean, that if Rena doesn't play, that's almost our one-day lineup as well. I'd say exactly our top one-day lineup. Okay, so yeah. I think we worked our way down to six with MS Dhoni. He plays just for the legend status and the experience that he brings, and his great form in the IPL. I mean, to be fair, the man yeah. has been in excellent form, and he's still fit. He's still doing his thing. He's excellent behind the wicket. So uh, I think he takes number six, number seven, Pandya. Guys, let's talk a little bit about Pandya. Personally, I think his batting is come on leaps and bounds. I think his bowling has left a little bit to be desired. Is he someone who can give you ten four overs? Consistently in a T20 game and 10 overs in a one-day game, or do you think we 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 are still lacking that kind of bowling all-rounder? Because he's he's turning out more to be a batting all-rounder for me, you know. 
So if I can jump yeah, in so, with just some stats to start us off in T20I international. So this is you know small data set, but fine. His bowling average is, or his bowling economy rate is under under eight, which is pretty good. He has picked up you know 27 wickets in 31 innings. So it's it's average. It's not great. Yeah, but an economy rate of under eight and an average of about 25. So he picks up a wicket for every 25 runs he gets. His batting average is 14. Okay, yeah. so I, you know, yeah, he strikes at almost 150. He's never scored a T20 international 50. He's never scored a T20 hundred. So I actually think in the T20 side, he's probably in there as a bowling all-rounder because he doesn't get to bat all that often. He has pretty consistently bowled. You know, to bowl four overs at an economy rate under eight as the fifth bowler is pretty good. And really, when he's he's supporting Kuldeep and Child, so I think it's a different discussion to ask about Harzik Pandya, the bowler in T20s and ODIs. I think in T20s, I'm pretty happy with him in that number seven slot, and I think he's reliable enough for those four overs. And I, in fact, I agree with Ashwin BJ. I was actually going to say, to me, Harzik Pandya is a bowling all-rounder. I think his bowling has improved so much over the last twelve months. Because he's realized that that's his only kind of mainstay to stick in this team. Not to mention his brother's probably on the heels for that number seven slot. And I kind of would have liked to see him being given a chance too. But to he's me, Hardik Pandya is a... Yeah, he's with India in, in, in England. But I, I, would, I would actually... Um, it comes down to this. Okay, I'm going to try to simplify this in one statement. I think if a ma- winning a match comes down to Hardik Pandya's batting, I think it's going to be tough, right? So, I think Hardik Pandya is the perfect guy to come in and hit probably 20 of 8 balls in a first inning setup. I think he can bat, but I think he is going to bowl 10 overs. He's going to have to bowl 10 overs. And Kohli and Dhoni need to figure out when he's going to bowl. You want to finish him up up front, do that. But um, I think it's the timing of his bowling that's going to make a very big difference. So, guys, really interesting thoughts. I mean, uh, for me, Pandya has just been batting really well and his bowling is just what it is. Maybe we'll come on. What do you think about his one-day bowling effort? Is he going to be? Is he going to give you ten overs regularly? And, and there's no choice. I think yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I can just tell you quickly. His ODI economy rate is five point four. So in an ODI, not great. His average is a lot higher. Well, than it's, it's not bad. It's not it's bad, bad, but it's not great. It's thirty-seven. Yeah. Also, never picked up four wickets or five wickets. I mean, in an ODI, his best figures are three for thirty-one. But I think mm. there's. I think there's no choice, and I think you know I have a lot of respect for the choice that Kohli, Shastri, and the board have made to say, look, we will not build a side with seven bowling options. Maybe six would be good, but we're, they're saying we're going to go with we have we back our four lead bowlers and we're going to back Pandya and get him to bowl turnovers. So it's, there's no choice. Interesting, yeah. interesting. For a while so, they played Jadhav, right? Uh, just because yeah. he gave that bowling option, but it's not. I don't think it's really what the slinging. Uh, Pandya arm didn't actually come into the picture at all. It was <laughs> underneath the camera. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we got distracted there a little bit with Varun copying uh, Kedar Jadhav's. Malinga-like action. Um, so, <laughs> so, moving on. So, now you've got the two spinners, Kuldeep and Chahal. And, I mean, they have been doing fantastic. So, Ashwin, maybe you can like tell us a little bit about what you think about how these guys are going. And are they going to be the key against England? Because England, historically, haven't played uh, the spin very well, as a guy called Shane Warne will tell you. Yeah, I'm, I was messaging you guys about this earlier this week. I think... They are the difference makers, right? Uh, it is unbelievable. Some people will argue they've, they've played against poorer opposition. They've got lots of padding of statistics, etc. I, I, I mean, I think they're just unbelievable. And it's not just it's not just the numbers, right? If you watch some of the highlights of the Ireland series, you'll see some of those deliveries that that Yadav was able to fly to, to float in, and just exceptional. And and you know, like 
for those who are watching the FIFA World Cup, Uruguay made it through, not on the back of one big player, but on the back of that partnership with their two strikers. So it is not about, you know, Cavani and Suarez. It is not about the one bowler. In T20, if you can have a partnership of two spinners, that's what's really key. So, I, I mean, I think I'm personally really, really looking forward to that. You know, on England's side, that's what they've lacked as well. And Ali and Rashid are providing it for them. I think it's a different tier of spinners. But for England, who have struggled to find a good spinner, having two limited over spinners, they've got that too. But to me, what's really key is that partnership. And I think Yadav and Chahil have figured it out. You also see it when one of them gets a wicket, the other's almost just as excited. And that's part of the, the, the partnership, teamwork and camaraderie. So I'm, ex- I'm really excited to see them. The fact that we aren't even talking about, hey, should Ashwin or Jadeja be our lead spinner, just shows you how much they stepped in and embraced those roles. So I just have two points for you there. One, they're not as excited as Reina, who's still in there. Nobody will ever be as excited <laughs> as Reina. Let's say He's always in there for... And two, I mean, are these guys going to play our test matches eventually? Because, I mean, Ashwin and Jadeja have historically haven't done great in uh, in England. At least that I, kind of attacking captain who might play two spinners on a turning kind of seeming wicket. Yeah, I, I think I think he will. And I think Kuldeep Yadav will play. I just want to say, I think the partnership is great. I agree. I think Kuldeep Yadav is raw talent, man. Like, um, I really think there's a lot of future for him. I think the difference between the two is, Kuldeep Yadav is pure raw talent and Chehel is really hard-working, right? Chehel wants to be given advice from Dhoni on every ball. Which way should I go? What What is the batsman thinking? So, I think that's the difference between the two and it's a pretty good combination. If I can just jump in and say one of the, one of the ways, one of the reasons Ashwin and Jadeja still have their test spots is, and this is giving you a little bit of a hint in our new segment, but Ashwin has scored more test runs than the likes of Yuvraj Singh, Wasim Jafar, Ajinkya Rahane, so, uh, Dinesh Karthik, Karun Nair. So, some real big batsman. Ashwin is... Oh, yeah, he's played a few more tests. But he's got more runs. Ajinkya Rahane. Ajinkya Rahane. Now, Ajinkya Rahane. Uh, sorry, this is against England. This is just against okay. England. Oh, okay. But Rahane's got a few runs. Yeah, but, uh, but, but I mean, the, the point being, Rahane is batted 15 times against England. Ashwin's batted 17 times against England. So, there's not that much of a difference in the number of mm. times they're batted. But Ashwin's got significantly more runs against England. So, until they start messing up, really, I don't see them losing their spots in the test side. Okay. So, Spinners, Kuldeep and uh, Chahel. Quickly, guys, moving on to the fast bowlers. Bhuvneshwar Kumar, I think, just speaks for himself. Beautiful bowler. He's done really well in England before. Good with the bat, although he won't be needed in the T20s. Excellent at the death. Um, do you guys have anything to add to that? No, I think he's become the senior bowler uh, in the last one around two years. So, yeah, great. Okay, so that, that takes care of spots until 10. And that leaves one spot. No, is that one spot? That, yeah. yeah. Who's yeah. going to take that? But Bumrah's injured. Bumrah's hurt his finger going for the return catch against Ireland. So, he's out for the T20s. He'll be back for the one days. Who's taking his spot? Is it going to be Umesh Yadav or Siddharth Kaul? Uh, I'm going with Umesh Yadav. I think I've always supported him. I love that India's had one bowler that we're grooming just for raw pace. The amount of bounce he's getting on the wickets. I I mean, I think they're going to start with him. But I think to me, that's going to be the flex spot. You have one or two weak games and uh, I, mean, I mean that spot is Bumrah is no question so when he's back he's back but they're going to yeah, start right. with Yadav and see if they can can make it work for all the T20s Varun? Yeah same I think Umesh Yadav I think the RCB factor helps Umesh Yadav as well so I think Umesh Yadav will play Yeah and I think against a lineup like England the lack of experience will count against Siddharth Paul although he did decently in his first game plus if Yadav wears his ponytail he takes wickets right Ashwin so Exactly. Uh, we'll we'll see. Sure, it's all we'll about the sure hair. He, he gets his ponytail in. So, guys, uh, last five minutes of the show, Ashwin's got a bit of a surprise for us. So, um, 
let's go with the, the new segment that ashwin is going to do yeah so let, let's now. see how this goes this works out i'm going to put you guys on the spot a little bit but this is not a, my unique idea i've heard this on a variety of different sports podcasts including a couple other cricket ones but what we're going to do is we're gonna, i'm going to try out a little bit of a quiz format so what i have in front of me in prep for the india england limited over series i have the top 10 run scorers from india and the top 10 run scorers from england in india england series now to make it easier for you guys i've done since january 1st 2000 so it doesn't include the 80s and 90s okay. so since okay. january 1st 2000 in odis we i need you guys to start going one at a time listing off who you think are in the india's top 10 and england's top 10 run scorers uh, the first few will be easy and it's going to be a strikes model so i'm going to say maybe, i was thinking three strikes and you lose but maybe five so we'll keep going and i'll tell you if you're right and if you're wrong you get a strike but let's start maybe with dj you got to list any one of the top 10 english and top 10 indian runs sachin tendulkar sachin tendulkar number 4 on india number 4 on india's list yeah Ooh. not 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 the top yeah um virat kohli Kohli is number six. Yeah, DJ. Dada, dude, he's got to be right up there. Dada is number. Dada number eight. So you're getting lower to that list. Ooh. By the way, I've got top ten from each side, but I I I liked number eleven in each side. So if you give number eleven, I'll give you a bonus point. Varun, that's okay. Good. So let's finish. India. Um, Rahul Dravid for sure. Rahul Dravid is number number, number seven. But well, number seven on the list uh-huh. of runs scorers. Yeah. Okay. DJ. Uh, 2000 to 2000 Singh number 1 1523 runs from 37 yeah. matches yeah ms dhoni ms dhoni number 2 you guys are going india first this is easy for you wait till we get to england ms dhoni number 2 1400 runs dj suresh raina suresh raina number 3 1160 runs <laughs> He's got more runs against England than Tendulkar, Kohli, Dravid, and Ganguly. All the others you mentioned, Varun. So how many are left now? In the so top? we've got nine of we've got sorry seven of the top ten done from India and so zero of the Brits. No, we're in the seven. We're in the seven. <laughs> number five, thousand runs, one thousand and eight uh, runs. Yeah. So we now have the top eight done for India. None of the Brits and number nine, ten, and eleven missing for India. DJ, you don't have to get this much time, guys. Dinesh Karthik. Dinesh Karthik is not on the list. He is uh, not even in the top 15. So strike one for DJ. Varun. Yes. Uh, Remember, you have 10 I'm English out, guys. You have, you, you have 10 English guys. Start listing English guys. He's lost it. He's, he's out. Mohamed Kef. Mohamed Kef is not in the top 10. He was number one 12. Strike each, one strike each. DJ, back Go! I got it! I got one. I got one. Wait, I it's not one. your turn. He's Hold. Not your, yeah, Kef is 12. Okay. So he gets the strike. DJ, back to you. Each on one strike. Uh, Owen Morgan. Okay. Owen Morgan is 11 for England. So got I'm going to give that <laughs> to you because, strike, because he's the highest run scorer, but he's 11th on England. So, okay. Varun, back to you. Gautam Gambhir. Gautam Gambhir, number oh, nine. Yeah. yeah. Number nine with 730. This is getting really hard, actually. Nicely done. Um, DJ. England, who plays? Who plays? I don't even think of... Alex Stewart. Oh, yeah. Alex Stewart is not on the list. So that's strike number two. I don't even two. remember who plays for them. Alex Stewart. Alistair Cook. Al- wait, 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 wait. Alistair. I got a mark. Hold on. DJ's on two strikes. Alistair Cook is number four for England. Yeah. So Varun's still on one strike. DJ's got two. This is pretty filthy. So you're missing numbers uh, 10 and 11 on, for faster, India. Faster, faster. DJ, quick, quick. Kevin Peterson, dude. Kevin Peterson, Kevin number Peterson. two for England. For yeah. sure. For Varun, sure. Back to you. Strauss. Strauss is number 10. Well done. Good save. Oh, what a save. Only 387 runs against India. Yeah. Joe Root, Joe Root. Joe Root is number 8. Yeah. Varun, back to you. 
Ian Bell. Ian Bell, most prolific run scorer, 1163 runs against India. Number one. What the maximum runs? Number against India, yeah. Oh, against. This is only India versus England, guys. We're prepping for the India England series. Okay, so let's go. You guys have five of the top ten, six of the top eleven Brits. You're still missing two Indians, numbers ten and eleven. Eleven, I picked just because it's a fun one. DJ, you got Dhoni, right? Five. Yeah, England, India's, you got the nine. DJ, five-second countdown. I don't even know who bats anymore for England, man. <laughs> Alex oh. Hales. Okay, none of them is still playing, if that helps you. Graham Thorpe. No, 2,000 onwards. Come on. Okay. Nasir Hussain, dude. No, he was number 12, though. That was close. So DJ's on three strikes. Strike three! No, no, wait. I gave you guys five strikes. Five strikes, because it's getting harder. Okay, Varun, back Varun come on. VVS Lakshman. In ODIs? Come on. Strike two. Shit. Okay. DJ, I'll give you guys one more shot each, then I'll start giving some hints. You need to give us a, a, a hint. Okay. Two guys on the English Where? list have names that sound more like the other list. Oh, Ravi is an Ravi Indian. Bopara. Bopara. Ravi Ravi Bopara <laughs> is number seven on the list. Yeah. Got it. There's one more. Varun, back to you. Uh, I mean, you can give anyone, but... One more. Moin Ali? No. He's also close, but no. He's, he's in, incidentally, you, incidentally, Moin is number 10 on the uh, test match list. But we'll come back three to that. Three strikes for you, Varun. Okay, three strikes each. Just to be clear. DJ, um, uh, one, of the, one of the guys on the India list is a batsman we've talked a lot about on this show, and we're very, very conflicted about his place on the side. Currently. Number 10 on India. Manish Pandey. No, not exactly. He's not, not quite. scored any runs against it, but we are pretty conflicted about his place. There's one more, man. There's one more. I'm one of, okay. one of my one of okay, my I got one. one of my personal favorites, and I can't support him right now because he's had a bad run. Varun, Varun. Jonathan Trott. Jonathan Trott is not on there. Oh, dude! Oh, so you guys are four strike seat. Really All right, DJ. When two people say, when two kids say something at the same time, then Jinx. 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 there you go. Rahan is number ten. <laughs> And the bo- hey, you're helping him. You haven't I'm giving you a hint. Okay, your hint for number 11 oh, for India. What? I'm giving it to you now. I, I love his batting because of his incredible triple in the domestic season. Jadeja is number... Jadeja is number 11. So you guys have wrapped up the India list. DJ, as we get back to England, one of them is England's most prolific all-rounder. Sir Broad. Is, is that who comes to your mind? Do you think I'm prolific? That's five Andrew strikes. Pass. No, no, he, he said it. He cheated. He said it quickly. Although that was the strike, but in the spirit of the first, but, this is being a first. Is a pretty good bowler. Not ODI no, 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 run no, no, scorers, no, no, no. but Andrew Flintoff was but on that was there. Not a, yeah. Okay, we are missing three names on the English list. I've. I feel like you guys should get one. Well, let's see what okay, let's have a buzz around. Oh. We're both on four strikes. Okay. Let's just the last one, and then you can give us the last two, and we can feel better. Okay, one one guess each. Okay, I gave yeah. you one hint already. He's got a he's got a South Asian sounding name. Second hint. He's got a South Asian sounding name that share that shares with one guy you both went to school with. Oh my god, who what? knows this? Come on. <laughs> okay, come on. If I, if I say the, think of a think of a famous African American musician. This will be your hint, which nobody on our no listeners will get, but maybe you guys should get it. Bali. Usher? Lionel Richie. Rihanna? Anybody? Risha. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, DJ takes the game. I was giving you too many hits. 
So the first official winner of the Edges and Sledges quiz is our friend DJ, despite the fact that he he cheated and said flint off after guessing broad. I'm yeah, gonna give it to you. No, I counted that as my fourth strike. I counted that as my fourth strike, dude. The legend. The I'm, legend. I'm the legend. Okay. I'm, Remember that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I get maybe the we, title of legend for this week. Maybe we call this legend. one a tie. I was about to say Samit Patel when you said his name sounds Indian. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> I even said he went to school to the guy did this. Maybe if Ovase listens to this show here. Uh, he'll appreciate the shout out guys your last two were from the English list number three was Paul Collingwood which I feel like you should have got and number five yeah. which is a little bit harder was Marcus Trescothic but he's not a player we've oh, talked about Marcus Trescothic oh Marcus did Trescothic. you oh, did you, okay, you can't say two in each guess and then I can be proved wrong so that's our, that's I, our thought, I thought it I thought it <laughs> so this was ODIs I think the test list is a little more fun so maybe we'll do something similar when we get uh, previewed yeah. to India test yeah. but nicely done test, guys yeah. you really shouldn't have got four strikes I'm pretty disappointed but that's okay one of you can do that, that. is really <laughs> cool DJ back to you nice. that's the end of the segment Okay, guys, uh, a very quick question from one of our listeners came in last last week. Uh, Shreem uh, sent in a question saying, what is the optimum size we think for a World Cup, given that FIFA is increasing its World Cup? I mean, I think we may have addressed this before, Ashwin. I don't know whether you had any particular thought on this. Should we have a, a larger World Cup or a smaller one? I mean, we're going to 10 teams, right, in, in 2019. And none of us have got tickets to any of those games, so that's great as well. Anyway, can you can you uh, give Shrey maybe an answer to his question? I can go first. I think I I think I've said this on the show before. I think it needs to be a larger World Cup, but only slightly larger, right? I think for FIFA going to 48 teams is going to take away the excitement of the finale, the of the finals. I think in, uh, cricket needs it's still an expansion phase. It needs to grow the game. It needs to bring more teams into the um, World Cup. But I don't think it needs to become a 2024 20, team World Cup because the quality will suffer. So maybe you call it 12 to 16 teams. And I think we need to do a better job of highlighting the World Cup qualifiers, right? Some of the quality of these games with um, Ireland, etc., um, have been good. Um, maybe not this last India one, but I think we need to make the World Cup qualifiers a bigger, more exciting deal, and then have a couple of extra teams in the World Cup. But I don't know, a very quick word with yeah. uh, of you. I completely yeah. agree with Ashwin, so maybe your thought. Yeah, so I have a slightly different view. What I would say is, I think this time the World Cup format is different. All 10 teams are going to play each other. So I, 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 I want to see this World Cup next year first before making a comment. I think quality of cricket will be high. I think every team playing every team is superb, right? From a uh, from a viewer's perspective, you're seeing 10 high-quality teams. You've seen what happened with Afghanistan in the Test match. You've seen what happened with Ireland in T20. I'm not saying I don't promote the game of cricket, but I think there's a I, I think there's a place for it. Um, and and World Cup is kind of a a sacred tournament, if you would. So I kind of want to see how the next one goes first. Interesting. So two different views there. One with it, it should remain a premium tournament, and one with it should become a little larger with. Uh, a couple more uh, teams so guys that's a wrap from us for this week thank you very much for listening tuning in and for sending your questions in we've had great fun presenting it do go to Facebook and watch the show or YouTube uh, get your podcast from wherever you get your podcast iTunes Google Play Podbean Pod, we're, we're, we're almost everywhere so do listen in come back next week we'll be here again uh, just talking about this I'm actually going to watch the T20 uh, on Friday uh, at Cardiff nice. so I'll be there for the second one so I'll try and go live from there a little bit um but yeah, guys, thank you very much for supporting us. We're 16 episodes in, and uh, as long as you keep listening, we'll keep doing the show. So thank you very much. See you next week. Hello, 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 everybody. It's been another great week on the IBM Podcast Network. 
On What the Hell Navya, Jaya Bachchan, Shweta Nanda and Navya herself dish out stories from their childhood. They discuss tough love between parents and their kids. On Paisa Vesa, Anupam talks to Baman Irani, President-elect Kredai, and Chairman and MD at Rustamji. They discuss the concept of buy versus rent and how to approach buying property in 2022. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus is joined by Meghnath and comedian Shahid Shafi. They discuss their opinions on the ongoing Congress presidential elections and Prashant Kishore embarking on a padhyatra. On the Life Manifesto, Zarina narrates a story that advocates that stress and emotions are not to be controlled but must be beautifully managed. And on the Filter Coffee podcast, Karthik is joined by Yashraj Akashi, Senior Ambassador of the TEDx program and Curator of TEDx Gateway. They discuss the origin story of TED and its franchise model. Guys, go to our website, ivmpodcast.com. You can check out the merch store, also links to all of our social media stuff, which is at ivmpodcast. Also, do check out our YouTube channels. We have a number of channels with many of your favorite shows available as full video podcasts. Finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thank you so much for making this possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web3, blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your 5-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website or wherever you get your podcast from.